Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Wouldn't You Like to Know, where we provide different perspectives on culturally relevant topics with a heavy focus on being sex-positive moms and businesswomen. everybody welcome back to another episode of wouldn't you like to know i'm jasmine i'm jessica and i'm michelle and today we are talking about relationships uh sex and communication yeah all three of those things very broad topics um <laughs> so lots lots to discuss um but first we will have jesse do our icebreaker all right okay okay, okay. <laughs> icebreaker so um <clears throat> they have a few options okay Ooh, so, options. <laughs> okay all right all right okay um she was very okay, prepared so for many this. options there yep. are so many options mm-hmm. Listen, okay all right so it's a very you know simple question you know but what communication style do you guys use or prefer? That's so interesting because that was literally one of my talking points is to go over different communication styles. That's really? Oh yes. my goodness. Um, <laughs> he tries to think like me. I was like, time. I'm going to feel very educated this episode because I don't know the different styles. So when you say styles, are you talking like passive, aggressive, right. passive, aggressive, Correct. or assertive? Okay. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> I I think for me, I am I go between assertive and passive aggressive, depending on who <laughs> I'm talking to. Um it's weird because I feel like in a work setting, passive aggressive wins in most cases. Uh, but really? in my personal life, I think I am just it, it's more so assertive. But it is situational too. It depends on who mm-hmm. I'm talking to and what about. Right. What about you, Michelle? Um, I don't know all the different styles. So, so I, off- I can give you a quick rundown. Okay. Since Jesse took that away from me from being able to talk about that. Um it's, we're gonna go, <laughs> we're gonna deep dive into it later. This is just quick. Um, so <laughs> passive, uh basically you're ignoring your own personal rights or needs. Aggressive, nope. uh, <laughs> <laughs> aggressive, you're expressing your feelings and needs, maybe at the expense of others. So not necessarily taking into consideration. I used to do that a lot, but I'm better now. Okay. (laughs) I'm in the five-step program. Progression is great. Um, Passive aggressive is appearing passive, but subtly um, acting out of anger, maybe. Oh, wait, maybe I don't do that at work. Uh, Wait, sorry. And then assertive is respecting others while um, also asserting yourself. I think I'm probably- manipulative in there though, as well. What, for- for a type of style. Oh, yeah. well, that seems mean. <laughs> that I seems mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, you shouldn't intentionally no, be manipulated. No, that's a thing though. Well, I you can no, manipulate people, people via the conversation. But anyway, let's not go digging right now. I'll just do mine. <laughs> um, I'm assertive. I'm whatever the one is that's blunt. Okay. okay. So whatever mm-hmm. the one where you just say it like it is and no sugarcoating. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Jesse? Jesse. I am assertive as well. I love being assertive, but I will say I can be a little aggressive at times and I try to reel that in and change back to assertive. Do you, okay, never mind. But I was going to say, do you think that changes though, depending on who you're interacting with? Because I would, yeah, I, I, okay. All right. Yeah. What? Say Manipulative what is interesting. That's an interesting. Well, do you want to like start us off? Like, what was your first initial question? Are you, are you going to tell us about the different styles, and we were going to like talk about them? Me? Uh, Jasmine. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. I, well, I I already went through all the notes that I had on the different styles. So. <laughs> okay. So let's dive in. I'm sorry. I, I, I messed no. Up. <laughs> I just um I was going to talk about the different the different styles and see what kind of what which one you guys um related to a little bit more would resonate with you so it's literally the icebreaker is cool we'll just keep going going with that so that's good because we got that out manipulative though Mm -hmm. what um I actually was in a class a couple weeks ago and it was like one of those personality tests they did like one of those personality tests and it Mm -hmm. um they used 
the term manipulative in a good way, which was interesting um, because it was more so um, trying to essentially convince people of your perspective or your your point of view, but not necessarily for uh, it's for the the benefit of them. So it wasn't manipulating them in a bad way. It was manipulating them in a good way, according to this lady that was doing this personality test. And I was like, oh, I always thought of manipulative as being. uh, I'm curious. (laughs) Yeah, my brain goes manipulative bad. I know, right? right? And I don't see how. She literally, so the the class that I was in, we all took, we answered like the little questions or whatever. It was one of the conferences I went to and she picked different people or different people volunteered to have their profile read. And um, the guy, he looked like he was a manipulator. He was like, well, you know, I don't judge though. Right. He looked <laughs> like a manipulator, a, but I don't judge. A, no, this is a judgment-free zone. But he definitely, he she she basically told him like, it's going to sound bad when I say it, but you're really, you're a really good manipulator. You are able to convince people of your, essentially of your point of view or to see things from, from your perspective, but it doesn't necessarily have to be at the, at the downfall of them or, or negative to them. It may be something that would be more beneficial to them, but they don't see it that way. So but wouldn't that just mean that they're a good communicator? If it benefits them because. Well, let's look manipul- up the definition of manipulate. Okay. It's time for. <laughs> Miriam Webster with Jocelyn. Right? I feel like this should just be a segment at the yeah. where I already sang you a little jingle and everything. I, you're really good with the jingles, Michelle. Thanks. Um, <laughs> my old calling. That's my calling. Uh, all right. Manipulation. The action of manipulating something in a skill. No, no. Can't nope, use the word not, in the definition. Right? That doesn't make sense, but that is the noun. Hold on. Manipulating, manipulation, manipulator, manipulative. I don't All of these different versions of manipulate. <laughs> I am just filling in dead space with me using the words manipulate. Um, I don't. That's. I mean, that's what it says, though. I feel like you need uses, to ask Siri because <laughs> it says phone. the action of manipulating something in a skillful manner. But I don't. Oh, maybe I should click the manipulating part. Handle or control, typically in a skillful manner. It doesn't say anything negatively in it. Then it doesn't say no, it in a negative manner or in an aggressive manner. Or... Yeah, no, uh, no. Handle mm. or control. Nope, that's not the right. That's not the right one. Control or influence, cleverly, unfairly, or unscrupulously. Unscrupulously. Scrupulously. I feel like I'm not that. <laughs> okay. Now that, okay. That makes sense. But I can see how that doesn't always have to be negative though. That doesn't always have to be something that is, that ends in a negative way, but whatever. I digress. Now um, that we know, listeners, are you a manipulative personality? Or do you think that there's there could be a positive there- spin to it? Because I feel right. like I when she when she talked about it, I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense because you do automatically think negative when you hear the word manipulate. But I can, okay, yeah, no, I think that there there could I I saw the I saw the light when she mentioned it. I was like, oh, okay, um, okay, cool. So I don't think I'm passive aggressive. Because I don't act out of anger. It's more so annoyance. So I don't know what communication style that would be. I feel like annoyance is a type, a like smaller type of anger, though. Do you think so? Like so a, maybe a, it is like a, a lower level of anger. Yeah. I got to be careful what I say on here because some people might listen and they'll be like, oh, my God, she was being passive aggressive. And then I'll be like, oh, <laughs> or they'll learn how to or oh, they'll learn how to communicate with you better because they know you're a communication skill. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> So how do you guys think, or what is a, a way that you think communication impacts uh, relationships? And this could it's be huge. any type of relationship, but. Um, I think it's, communication I think is huge. It's like your relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I 
saw a statistic that said 67.5% of marriages that ended did so because of communication problems, which I, I mean, it makes perfect. I mean, it's kind of the obvious one. It makes perfect sense for sure. Um, I guess how would you, we talked a little bit about sex and fetishes in our last episode and Mm -hmm. (laughs) Michelle wants to go back to sex. (laughs) I'm good. I had my fill for now. (laughs) Um, so how do you effectively communicate sexual preferences? So I know when we at when I asked this with the last episode, you guys were like, just do it. Just say how you feel. But what would you say are some key components of effectively communicating that? Maybe without offending the person that you're talking to. Um, what's been your guys' experience in communicating that type of stuff? You want to go first? Oh, oh sure. Um so I try to think about it like in other people's shoes because like I, I'm a very blunt person and I don't believe in sugarcoating. So I believe like, you know, if I have something to say, I'm going to say what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it gets me in trouble, then I learn. Um, but I try to think of like, what about if everyone is not in the same situation? Like I have a girlfriend who is very is very quiet person. And when she tells me about her and her husband and she's like, I just wish he would do this in the bedroom. And I'm like, well, have you told him? He goes, no, I don't want to hurt his feelings. And I was like, well, there's ways to communicate like how what you want without hurting someone's feelings. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like let's say like, oh, you're I'm going to go to sex. Sorry. Fine. Like you're getting <laughs> fingered or whatever. And, you know, they're not hitting the right spot, but you know where the right spot is and they're pretty close, but you don't want to offend them. So you just be like. You say something sexy, like, hey, and you take your hand on their hand. You're like, right there. That's the spot. Like, you just like help them without having Mm -hmm. to be like, you're, I feel nothing. This is not working. This is completely (laughs) wrong. Ow, you scratched me. That's not right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can say how you feel without having to use the Michelle method and be like, to the left, to the left. Like, (laughs) (laughs) she's like steering traffic. Traffic. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Jesse, what about you? Um, wait a minute. Repeat the question, please. <laughs> don't I? Can, I don't know how to repeat it. I it communication like my heart. Best ways, <laughs> best ways to communicate um your sexual preferences. Maybe oh, okay. Um, and we've discussed being blunt because Jesse, you and I are kind of the same. Like you just tell them. Yeah. But what other ways are there? Hmm. So okay. So obviously, the initial thing that just popped in my head would be wrong because <laughs> consent matters. <laughs> so okay. I was just saying, no, because I was honestly, what popped in my head was like, I, I just do it, you know, just do it. And then see how, you know, see how it goes. <laughs> this is not endorsed yeah, by Nike nope. in any way. Right. Nope. Don't <laughs> so, listen to uh, Jesse's advice. Right. But no, listen, like, honestly, though, you know, honest, like, I, I don't like, I don't know. I just, literally, I just have a conversation. I just talk. I'm so, so have you ever offended somebody? Have I ever offended? Um, I wouldn't offend it. No, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever offended anyone. It was just okay. They just said they're not interested in doing something, and it's like okay, that you know, that's fine. <laughs> that's your prerogative. You know what I'm saying? Blocked. But <laughs> so I have a question. Um, so what if you're with a guy and you don't orgasm, and they can tell you didn't orgasm, and they go. What happened? What did I do wrong? Do you lie and say, oh, you didn't do anything wrong? Like, sometimes I just can't orgasm. Or do you be like, yeah, it didn't work. Like, it, you, you, you're you not great at this. Like, I, the well, moves are well, wrong. I was, I would never, well, no, I have not said that. Well, okay. She's like, well, obviously one time. Plenty of times. No, no. It, obviously, that's happened where you, you know, you don't orgasm every time, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, oh, you finished? Okay, I'll give you a couple minutes. <laughs> okay. That's it. She's yeah. so much nicer than me. <laughs> give you a couple okay. minutes and you, you know, regroup. And then, you know, we can get this thing done, you know? And that's usually how Love it happens. It. Or it, it ends in the, you know, you're just going to pleasure me until ah. I'm done. And then we can both lay down, you know? I like that. That's not... <laughs> That's not offensive to be like, that okay, is like a compromise. 
I like, I think the guy would get something out of it too. Like, hey, like, so I did an orgasm with regular sex, but I would love it if you under the covers to me now. That would be awesome. And then you guys love it. So it's like win-win. I like it. Yeah. I will say though, when I was younger, I used to, I used to, I didn't, I wouldn't say I, I kind of would laugh about it, but you know, I, I feel like I would point and laugh in their face. Hi, no, you no, your oh, dick sorry. did not do the job. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, just it's just like, oh, it'll end, and then I'd be like, are you serious? <laughs> or are you done? Like, seriously. <laughs> You know, that Tough crowd. I'm like, shit, that's a confidence. All of Jesse's ex lovers, I am sorry for you. <laughs> She's grown from that. She's different now. You know, oh, I know. You know, I know. You know. <laughs> no, I'm talking to them. They're probably listening somewhere. <laughs> and they're all your ex lovers are like, oh shit, was that me? <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> okay. <sighs> sorry. What about um, you, Jasmine? Did you answer the question? No. I don't remember. Um, I, I don't think I did. <laughs> uh, let's see. What was the question? No, I have an answer, actually. So I have <clears throat> some tips that I stumbled across <laughs> that are uh, just general tips of if you're going to have a conversation about sex with your partner, these are things that you may want to consider um, or keep in mind. Um, Picking the right time is important. Mm. So, and I can see, you know, why that, why that probably matters. Um, because there's some <laughs> things that I guess it's depending on how you deliver the information, the timing yes. matters. Because if you're like, hey, are you serious in the middle of sex? Then maybe they won't be as receptive. Maybe kill the movie. Well, it was not I'm in joking. the middle. It was I'm over <laughs> for him. Right. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Uh, but picking the right time and then paying attention to their reaction as well. Because you guys are very, I'm very blunt in probably every other aspect of my life. But when it comes to sex, I think I might be a little bit more um, understanding and patient, maybe. Because it sounds like you guys are like... Is that the... that Are those the correct words? Yeah. Are they not? Because I feel like that I was a, an oh, okay. accusatory attitude that you just gave me there. <laughs> is, is, did I use incorrect <laughs> words? I don't know. Okay. That was, that's um, a nice way to put it, yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's calling me a liar, but it's... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not calling you a liar. Not at all. What? what I think I'm also... Sorry. No. What, I, I elaborate. Am I using... I, I think your terms are fine. That's, I don't know what she would have said. I was just going to say for me, um, I think I'm at a disadvantage because I've been with only one person. So I've had that my whole life. So we've had a long time to communicate and he knows where I stand on how I'm going to tell him things. There's no, there's no walking on eggshells because we've been together for so long. Like he knows how to talk to me. I know how to talk to him for the most part. Although I will tell you sometimes, even now we're still learning that sometimes we can still hurt each other's feelings and we're getting through that. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, paying attention to their reaction, I think is important too. And I think that's just in communication in general, um, Mm -hmm. taking the pressure off. It's not, uh, it's not a life or death situation. It's (laughs) (laughs) no pun intended. Um, Yeah. So just making sure that, you know, the person you're communicating with understands that you didn't get it right this time, buddy, but there's always next time. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm going to give you another shot. As their dick shrivels into their body when you call them buddy. (laughs) Okay. Don't call them buddy. Um, (sighs) Being playful that, you know, that says, I mean, speaks volumes. Um, And then see a relationship or marriage counselor. Which I think, Michelle, what are your thoughts on marriage counseling, relationship counseling? Because I, I think it would be great, but I'm also, you know, not one to really. Um, Matt and I have not had a marriage counselor or relationship counselor. We both actually have therapists um, okay. that we see because we're both really big on mental health um, 
But I think they're great, though. I think if you are having issues in your marriage or your relationship, I think a marriage counselor or a marriage therapist or however you want to word it is absolutely essential. And if I thought Matt and I were like, I don't know, going down a really terrible path, I would absolutely suggest that. So, yeah, I think I'm definitely game for any and all help you can get. Yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah. No, I've definitely learned a lot about just therapy in general lately, too. So, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, And let's see. What else? Let me ask you guys a question. Do you do you believe that do you believe that you can communicate with someone without having any bias? Effectively communicate with someone without having any bias in the situation? Um well, it depends, I think. I think I'm such a strong personality and I'm very stubborn. So I have a bad habit of being like, when whatever my opinion is, I'm going to try to convince you that it's the right one. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. you two are exactly like, this is great. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is insane. Because uh, <laughs> I'm that way as well. Yeah. So like I, I really do strive to be as unbiased as I can. It's just mm-hmm. very difficult for sometimes for me to see something on someone else's end when I feel so strongly about how I feel. Mm-hmm. I do attempt. <laughs> A for effort. Right. Um, Jesse, can you repeat the question for me? Do you feel that you can effectively communicate without having any bias in the situation? No. Um, or being biased? I think I think it depends on the situation. Some, I mean, sometimes when I communicate, I I am unbiased in my communication. Um, Some things I don't, it may sound weird, but some things I don't have really an opinion on. So -hmm. if I'm not knowledgeable in a certain area, are we talking about sex still? I'm sorry. I got lost. I think it's any Just in general, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So I think some things, if I'm not knowledgeable on something, I am actually more reserved than than anything i'll often offer my opinion based on my experiences so for instance if something has happened or we're discussing a specific situation that i'm not necessarily familiar with i would say okay well if i were in that situation this is maybe how it acts or how Mm -hmm. i would respond but there is no way to know because i haven't been through it so i think there are certain situations where i i am truly unbiased and i can admit to that so i'm not going to pretend as though i have an opinion or a strong opinion on something I know nothing about. Um, but if I am experienced in certain situations, then I will always try to see everybody's perspective. And that is like an art because I actually had it to, is. I had to work on that. My one of my old managers actually had me read articles on how to actively listen, not listen to respond. Mm-hmm. And to be open to other people's perspectives, because I was so like, this is, it, it makes sense. So why would this not be the, the truth? Why would you not feel the same way if it makes sense? But right. I am definitely like, over time, I've definitely worked on that. So I, I think I can be unbiased in a lot of situations, but I'm very convincing okay. too. So. <laughs> okay. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Are you going to answer too? Or. Um, I think I would literally second what you said. Honestly, I had to learn how to listen to like actually or like hear what someone was saying as far as as, instead of listening just to be able to respond to what they were saying. I was very big on that. I used to do that a a lot. lot. You always knew what I wanted to say. Always. Mm. What you trying to say, Jasmine? What are you trying I, to say? I'll, I'll admit that I still do that. I'm like still learning how to calm my brain down to listen to what someone's saying versus being like, is it my turn to talk? Is it my turn to talk? Mm-hmm. Which is terrible. So I, I'm still <laughs> trying to like calm myself. Are you saying that I I, I do that now? Uh, no. Oh, I'm, I was talking about me, not you. 
<laughs> no, Jasmine, because oh. the way her response was from my response. She... Michelle's like, don't make this about you, Jesse. I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I thought she was like accusing me of saying no, something no, about no, her. No, like, I was talking like, to no. Jasmine. <laughs> no. Y'all sisters no, can find no. out one. <laughs> no, um, that's why you're good to be in the middle, Michelle. Because this will, pretty much every podcast, if it were just the two of us, would probably just be a debate and a back and forth which is not productive so we do want to try to be productive and maybe help one person every once in a while um see things from a different (laughs) perspective that's Uh, why it's important to be unbiased it is (laughs) see no i think jesse has definitely uh um she has strong opinions that's all yes i have very strong opinions i do too i'm very strong opinions yes but my strong opinions are informed strong opinion and so you know, mm-hmm. I like to have conversations with people who, you know, are having formed opinions as well. I love mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm looking but, at a reflection. Uh, right. But you are, at least are not in denial. <laughs> no, oh, kidding. no. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just what, kidding. What, 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 I'm joking. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Ladies. Whoa. Ladies. Whoa. See? See, Jasmine knows she goes there. She likes to, <laughs> she likes to teeter, you know. Um, <laughs> so can you name a <laughs> to, to pivot a little bit? Right. Um, can you name a time where you had a conversation or you were communicating with someone? And it can be in any relationship style, and it was not effective based on how you communicated it. They didn't receive it how you intended to communicate it. All the time. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> All the time. <laughs> oh, God. So I guess, and you don't have to go into detail about what the conversation was or what that communication was, but what would you say is your biggest flaw when it comes to communicating with other people? I... I think I, I said most of it before, but like, I because I am strongly opinionated, it's I don't know how many people have told me it's like my way or no way. And I hate that. I honestly really hate that quality about myself. Um, I try so hard to make sure that I am not stepping on people's conversations like when they're trying to say their opinion. It's extremely hard. I have a bad problem interrupting. So I probably have done it 18 times in the podcast already. Um, Literally I... the same person. This is scary. Actually, I'm getting kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. You have two uh, sisters now, Jasmine. <laughs> I, I genuinely feel that way. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And I, I honestly don't like it about me. I don't. I wish mm-hmm. I I wish I could call my brain some to like listen to what they were saying and understand their point of view and then say my opinion more rationally versus like I go, well, da, 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 and because I'm like so on the end tip of my tongue, I'm not like filtering so much what I'm saying and I should be. And then I like I will accidentally hurt people's feelings by the tone or by what I said. And I absolutely don't mean to like it, I, in my brain. I'm not trying to come off as aggressive and mean and a bitch. I'm just literally trying to tell you the facts, how I know them. But when mm-hmm. people hear it on the other end, it comes in as and I don't I don't mean to be like that. It just it just happens. And I I wish I had a. am still training and learning to be better, be a better person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Continually. I mean, I have to second. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it really I mean, I I interrupt regularly and I, I'm really trying to work on that. You know what I'm saying? Right, Jasmine? Mm-hmm. Yes, you are getting <laughs> so much better. <laughs> But, you know, I really am trying to work on that. And also, be like you said, I am very strong in the way I feel. And so I do come off as aggressive when I'm not trying to be aggressive. I See, I, people call me aggressive, but I like to call myself passionate, you know? Because I'm passionate <laughs> That's the nice about what aggressive. I'm saying. <laughs> it, I mean, but seriously, like... I'm passionate about what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I I wholeheartedly believe what I'm saying. And so I'm trying to express what I'm saying, but people take it as me just being aggressive and I don't understand it. I you know I what it, it is? And I'm, but, you know, I'm nobody. I'm just Jasmine. I'm just, you know, here. Um, but I think it's... <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I, well, right. because what I'm about to say, I, it holds no weight because I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just here. But I think it's Jesse has one volume and it is like a hundred. So it, it, it runs in our family. It's not just her. It's a thing. 
but her kids are loud. <laughs> she's loud. And so when she talks, she's talking regularly, but it's like, it's really, really loud. So it comes off as aggressive because of, I think just the sheer volume, it's not necessarily what she says, but I think it's just the, just the volume. It seems like, why are you yelling at me? I don't understand. <laughs> um, so I think that's I get that. I get that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that. But I agree that you are also working on it, and you're doing a fabulous job. We both oh, are, girlfriend. Yeah. High five. Yeah. High five. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have a question. Okay. I, oh, okay. Is that okay Sorry. if I ask a question? Yes. I yes. would love to chime in here. Um, yeah, this has doesn't have to do necessarily with communication, but I guess it does. But like, so I wanted to ask a question about do you guys think you can have a successful marriage or a relationship if you're dating or whatever without sex or without frequent sex or without whatever you think is the correct amount of sex? Is that possible? For me I personally, it's possible. No. Right. Not for myself, but... Yeah. It's possible, it's possible for somebody for out there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think I enjoy sex um a lot. And actually that's way a good, too much. A good segue into some other notes that I took too. But oh, I have um, some like random statistics too. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, no. So I think the consensus is not for us, but some people can have well, a what do you think, Michelle? Sexless relationship. I, I think it it also depends on the couple. I I think that it's very difficult to go like if you started out your marriage and you were having sex quite frequently and then it just slowly tampers off. I don't think it, your marriage is eventually going to survive, to be honest with you. Right. I think yeah. one of you is going to need it. And whether you think you need it or not, you need it. And um, that will be the demise. However, if you are both going in from the very beginning of your marriage or your beginning of your relationship and you both are like, hey, sex is just what it is. If we have it, we have it. If we don't, we don't. Then I think absolutely. Yes, you could possibly go your whole marriage and not have sex if that's your thing like i think it just depends on the couple but you have to be again communicating to know that exactly i um read these statistics off of i don't know what website it was from but they they um interviewed 588 single people um that were the average age of in their like 45 Mm -hmm. and they said they asked them can a couple have a serious relationship without sex and 80% of the people said, no, you cannot. So I thought that was interesting that the majority group you said right uh, right around 45. So I know that's a little older than us, but I just thought it, and it was a median age. So like there were some younger and some older, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting that amongst the population, people think, you know, you can't have a serious relationship without sex. Um. Oh, and this another question they asked was, could you be in a relationship with someone who is abstinent, who does not have sex? And overall, 60, 68% of people said, no, I could not. And then they posed another question right after that said, I could if I was, if I was allowed to have other sexual partners. And 12% of women said, yes, I could do that way. And 27% of men said, yes, I could do it that way. So surprised those numbers aren't higher. Yeah, um, I yeah, I'm definitely. Um, I would have been one. To say, like I, I think you can just generally. Like I said, I think you can. You can. Somebody can be in a. I could probably be in a relationship with someone who. Is but this abstinent. is asking, could you? Could you be oh, in a yeah. relationship with somebody with somebody who is abstinent? Which means someone who won't have sex. Could you be in a relationship with them? Well, let tell me why. And you like, is there a time frame? Is it forever? Because if it's forever, then I don't like no. This but, is like, well, you're well, why would you waste a time in a serious relationship then? Right. You- so my thing is if you're typically, I don't I, typically if you're abstinent, then it's it's to a I mean, it's for a reason and it's for a certain time frame, like until you get married, or but if you're like, I am just anti-sex forever in my life, then I am, yeah, no, I'm okay with which is called asexual. Asexual mm-hmm. is experiencing no sexual feelings or desires, not feeling sexual sexual attraction to anyone. When you are asexual, you just don't want to have sex and don't 
Yeah. So I think you should probably, that's probably a dating app. Um, (laughs) It's a dating app for everything. (laughs) But yeah, there is. And I feel like there's probably a dating app for people who are also not looking to have sex ever. And maybe that, I don't know, maybe that would be a solution. I just, I wouldn't, I couldn't be in a relationship. I enjoy. I wonder if there is a dating. I don't don't think there is. I bet there's a dating app for everything. Let me see. We got, we have to, we, maybe we should create that. I don't believe make there's money. a dating app. <laughs> how would that, huh? how would that work? What do you mean? How would what work? Just like every other we, dating app. Swipe no, swipe I right. mean, <laughs> how would three people who aren't asexual create a dating app that's asexual? What are we looking for? How do we know how to make this appeal to people? Who we would asexual? have to look I mean, for the opposite of what we're looking for. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, asexual. Oh, best asexual dating app. E-harmony. That's a lie. Okay. You can look at that while I read the next one. There's only two more statistics. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, so 65% of women and 69% of men said the ideal amount of sex that in a good relationship would be about would be several times a week. They don't say what several is, but several times a week. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was very comparable that both men and women generally think 65% and 69% both say that several times a week is the ideal amount of sex you would want to have in a good relationship. So mm-hmm. that's so okay. That's weird. Not weird. Not it makes sense. It makes total sense. It's just so funny because I think people are having a lot less sex nowadays. Really? Than they used. Do you think so? I don't think so. I, well, okay. I I I didn't want to bring it up because I do not remember the study that I saw. It was a study done where it was just talking about people's sex lives. And it was like a study that was done over like a 20-year span. And it was just with different age groups, different people. And people are having a lot less sex now than they used to. Hmm. Even you though people never are more that. open, people are way more open sexually now than they used to be. You know what that probably but, is attributed to? What? I feel like when you look at just the progression um, of uh, gender roles <laughs> and women are working more and women are more not really used as just a sexual tool. I feel like that used to be uh, more of a role for women is just like that's like we're supposed to have sex with our husbands or you know whatever mm-hmm. i think that's that role has changed a lot to where it's like uh yeah. no i'm too busy i'm working i'm uh hey just so you know um tammy is a asexual is an asexual dating app can you spell it for um, our listeners t-a-i-m-i asexual dating app made oh. just for you um, oh wow! See, I told up. you there is a Listen, dating app for everything. Experience freedom and forge relationships on a deeper level with asexual people. Embrace di- diversity and express your personality in this magnificent online ace community. Join us and okay. celebrate equality. Wow! I love it. I'm in support of everybody, no matter <laughs> what you love or don't love, or there all of is that. Literally, a dating app for any group of people um ever in in life but that i i could understand how there would be less sex now than in previous in previous years oh the last mm -hmm. statistic says actually um i'll actually have you guys guess what's what's higher how long would you be happy to wait before having sex in a brand new relationship do you think that men or women are willing to wait longer women for sure (laughs) women are willing to wait longer no. It says it says that women, 40% of women said they were only willing to wait a few weeks. And okay. 55% of men saying they were willing to wait as long as their partner needed. Oh, they lied. Their wives must have been <laughs> right. No. No, they're all, these are single people they asked. So oh wow. Okay. That what? that is that is interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I was just like, hmm. You know what, though? That might make sense because guys usually like the chase of it all. You know, they usually are more intrigued when you decide to like when you make them chase you for it. Yeah. Whereas women usually, you know, when they don't get what they want, they kind of move on. You know what I'm saying? I think that can be said about both genders, honestly, though. Like, haven't you ever met the macho men who are like, 
hey, baby. And then if you don't come around, they're like, peace, on to the next one. Like, <laughs> that's that's a thing, too. Yeah. There, yeah, no, that's interesting that I think more men just. I think men are sometimes <laughs> not to put them in a category. I'm trying to stay judgment free here. Um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes men are inclined to lie, even if they don't know they're lying. Even during a study where they, how long are you, as long as it takes, as long as, as long as it takes. And like if the woman was the interviewer, it doesn't even say right? who it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. they're naturally I on board inclined. With that. <laughs> I think they're naturally inclined to answer things. We are that. saying that this study is very biased. No, I'm just <laughs> um, but I did have some um, benefits of sex in a relationship. So one, they broke it down in like, after a disagreement, um, that it sex reduces anxiety, improves sleep, decreases physical pain and increases intimacy, um, which I feel like this is benefits just sex in general, not necessarily just after a disagreement, but also sexual mm-hmm. satisfaction builds trust and intimacy in your relationship too. So Absolutely. I was like, okay, no, this is, um, sex is good. <laughs> communication is necessary mm-hmm. um in every in every relation well i shouldn't put the sex part in the every relationship because don't have sex with every every relationship sorry <laughs> that, that got weird <laughs> well um what else guys <laughs> i was gonna say from the married person's perspective of sex in a relationship um uh it, it does so many good things like there was a time when Matt and I were definitely on the downslope and I won't go into it, but things weren't great. And yeah, I mean, it just, it didn't help anything. It, it made it worse. And to some fact, so I really feel like it does bring together like trust. I wrote something down cause I was writing like my thoughts mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, so you're at your most, you know, vulnerable state, both um, emotionally and physically when you are having sex so when you can trust someone that much like i think it really is like a building block in your relationship to know that like listen i trust you enough to literally be at your disposal and know that i'll be safe and everything's going to be okay and then that's just like a small tiny percentage of like good things that sex does i mean it brings you closer together brings together romance i mean lots of makes babies makes i mean yeah (laughs) i have an infertility disorder so i had during that time i had lots of intimacy and sex so (laughs) wow that's 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 good sex is good sex is amazing now how do you and this is kind of shifting a little bit back to (laughs) it's weird to talk about sex and say all right how do you communicate with your children um (laughs) So how do how would you say communication is different based on who the recipient is that you're or who you're communicating with? So how do you communicate differently um, with your child than you do with your significant other? Or um, how does that how do you think that that fluctuates? Because I feel like with me, I I am very soft with my son which I mean naturally I mean actually not naturally I feel like some parents aren't that way but um I'm very soft when it comes to him but with with significant others or people that I'm in a relationship with I am not I'm not as nurturing I've been told (laughs) I've been told (laughs) that I I need to be a little softer and it's like you know I'm not really and I think that goes a lot into like how you're raised and what is kind of mm-hmm. your your norm but how do you how does your guys's communication differ um based on who you're talking to jesse go ahead well uh, um i'm honestly i don't know if my communication differs all that much okay i guess i maybe maybe it's because you know my children are older I don't know, but I don't, I just try to say what I mean. I mean, <laughs> and that, that's the way I communicate with everyone. I just try say what say what I mean, say how I feel, you know, and you respond and let me know how you feel. And we kind of keep the dialogue going. 
I don't, I don't know if it's different for me. I don't know. That's fair. Um, I definitely, uh, cater to who I'm talking to. I don't say I change my communication because I'm definitely a blunt, assertive, like no sugar coating person, but I do cater it. I do alter the volume of that, um, (laughs) to who I'm talking to. So like, uh, my son, my youngest son, he, is, he has a very, he has big emotions. He's, he's, when he's sad, he's very sad. When he's mad, he's very mad. When he's happy, he's over the moon. So you, I have to be careful because sometimes something very simple that I'm asking him to do, he takes it as I'm yelling at him and it's a command. So like, I'd be like, Hey, have you brushed your teeth tonight? And he'll be like, I was going right now. And I'm like, I was, <laughs> I was just asking if you had brushed your teeth yet. I, I, I just didn't know. And so I have to just like change how I say. And so I have to, I honestly do have to be a little more kid-like and be like, hey, buddy, it's just about bedtime. And he goes, I'm like, can you tell me what you did for your routine? And then like, I'll let him tell me, hey, I brushed my teeth or hey, I didn't. And then yeah. that way, and the same with adults too. Like if I know I'm talking to my boss, I definitely can't ask for him, ask for things from him the same way I would ask for them from um, a fellow coworker or my friend or my husband. I have to remember respect and that that's my boss and that, yeah, I understand maybe what I think he's deciding is not a great decision. And I want to tell him that, that I just, I can't because that's not my place and it is essentially his decision. So I think I just cater um, how I talk to each person differently without wholly trying to change who I am. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes. I, I just, I just changed my response as Michelle was talking because I thought <laughs> to match myself, mine, like, right? <laughs> well, I, I mean, sort that. of, sort of, but like, I just thought to myself, like, obviously, I don't talk to like my kids <laughs> the same exact way. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I was just thinking when I when I first answered the question, I'm like, well, you know, I kind of just say how I feel. You know, they tell me how they feel, and we, you know, go back and forth, but. In speaking just like day to day, speaking about like she was talking about with her son and how you communicate certain things. Yeah, I definitely talk to them differently. Like Mm -hmm. one kid is way more sensitive than the other, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you're yeah, you're right. I don't know Mm -hmm. what I was thinking. (laughs) You're just thinking you needed your twin to tell you what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Thanks, my twin. <laughs> that is funny. Um, just when I thought you were different. Uh, <laughs> There's a reason you liked me so much when we met. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is so funny. So, yeah, I I mean, I I agree. I definitely tailor my communication, but I can get I could I could be better at it. And actually, actually that's one thing that I'm working on is being able to communicate in the way that I'm that is the best way to be received by who I'm communicating with. So I'm mm-hmm. learning to learn people a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. So that way I'm communicating with them in the way that they need me to communicate, not in the way that I'm most comfortable. Um, because that is something that I've like, I'm like, oh my God, your dog died. That sucks. But we have to go to work. Like, it's just like, I'm, I am very like, I actually had, um, I used to work in the animal industry and I was working with a vet and I, she told me that day, like, I was like, Hey, you know, how's your day going? And she's like, Oh, well, both of my dogs passed away over the weekend. And literally the only thing I could think to say was that sucks. And she's like, yeah, it does. And I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) this got weird. (laughs) Like I genuinely feel like that sucks, but the way it came off to her, it was just like super insensitive. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. I'm sorry. Don't make me feel like an ass. Like I was, I, I, that sucks quite often to everything. Right. It's like, wow, that sucks. Um, (laughs) because we should ban that phrase for you. (laughs) No more of that sucks. (laughs) I know it's it. Yeah. So I, that was definitely a teaching moment for me. I was like, shit, I think I pissed her off and I didn't mean to. I, I really care, but it does actually suck. So that's the thing. Like I, I get in trouble a lot for like my tone, like Mm -hmm. my people take my tone the wrong way. Like they think I'm being really aggressive and I'm not. And like, so like someone will be venting to me and I'll be like, well, did you tell them da, 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 da. And they'll be like, I thought you were on my side. And then like, I am on your side. I'm trying to help. Like you said, you have a problem. 
have you used communication to fix it? (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm like, then I realize they don't want my opinion. They want me to sit there and nod. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Yep. Oh, that is such a big one. That that's That's a very big one. And I'm the person that I need you to tell me that you don't want my advice or my opinion on a situation before you even start, because that is one thing that I am naturally inclined to to give. Um, And then when you don't take my advice, I then tend to tune you out because I don't want to hear the same complaint over and over again. But some people, I mean, yeah, knowing if they're just venting or actually looking for some kind of a solution is, (laughs) is key because, you know, nobody wants unsolicited advice. Well, (laughs) a lot of people do, you know, just yeah. depends they, on who you they just, some about. people they some people have trouble it. communicating and asking for advice so instead yeah. they like mm-hmm. just hint at it like oh i got in a fight with my husband about da 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 and then they sit there and like, <laughs> like they tell me something to do <laughs> you, have to tell, you have to tell me you want my opinion for me See, you, i'm the you, opposite dep- yeah because yeah, for me like i i'm not gonna give my opinion unless you you know you want to hear it i'm here to listen and oh, I can listen see, to we differ you, here, Jesse. Yeah, you, I can no, listen I, to whatever, but I just need like unless unless it's it depends on who it is though. Also, because like certain people, I'm going to offer my opinion. Like you will you hear, like me. it or not, exactly. That's but, me with uh, everyone, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, I'm gonna just listen. You know, I can be an ear, and you know, what I'm saying, and you just. Say what you have to say. And if you want my opinion, you ask. And I will gladly give it, you know. Yeah. If you tell me I am venting, then I will do what you said. I will listen and I will like, I always kind of agree with whatever they're saying because I know they're they're venting because they want validation. So mm-hmm. I will agree and because I know that's what they need. But if you don't tell me you're venting and you're just start going off on a story, I'll be like, oh, well, have you done this? Did you try this? Like, what about this? And like, I'm, I'm like a problem solver. Mm-hmm. And um, so sometimes that comes off as I'm telling people what to do with their life. And I'm like, well, <laughs> never mind. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, Question. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, Jesse, go. You go. Okay. Okay. All right. So I have a, I have a question. <laughs> In what ways um, has digital technologies enhanced or diminished how you communicate with other people? Oh, well, I think it's more convenient. <laughs> like you have a more convenient way of communicating now. But do you think it's a better way? No, 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 no. It's not a better way. No, it's just a more convenient way. I, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know what digital technology means. Is that texting? Or like I'm assuming social? like, yeah, I would just, I'll, texting, when I, right? yeah, texting. like texting, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. So I actually hate Messaging texting. of some sort. Um, yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm working on me, Michelle. And me um, and Jesse just have our own conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about this for the podcast? You and I will decide because Jesse doesn't care. <laughs> Stop. I hate, no, it's because I feel overwhelmed. And especially, it's so funny because I'm in, I'm in so many group text message things, threads or whatever they're called. But I, I especially hate group messages because I am one that I need to respond to one message at a time. And by the time I get to the group message, 20 messages have happened. I got to look back and read back the story that is told throughout these messages. And then I have to attempt to respond to something. So then you naturally just respond to just the last thing that was said. So your opinion really doesn't matter for any of the other 29 messages. So it's just, it's, I hate texting. I'd rather talk on the phone all day um messages can also be misconstrued and oftentimes with yes. the way how blunt i am it often comes across as me being bitchy or having attitude or something like that and mm-hmm. it's not you know that's not my intention um it's and then you know i don't text that fast so it's a lot of pressure it's just it's just <laughs> it's just too much how space our space you Question mark. Where's the emoji? Where's the emoji? That one. That is me. There, and then you have to search to find the right emoji. And it's just a, it's a whole thing. I, yeah, no, I'm not a big texter at all. It's not. Which is crazy to hear because you're younger than me. And the younger generation is very, is supposed to be even more into technology and all of that than 
me and Jesse's generation. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not into it. It's just, it's too much work. I'd rather pick up a phone and then you can handle the conversation in five minutes. It's like sex messages. I mean, me. I totally agree with Jasmine on this, yeah. on this though. Yeah. Totally agree. I hate oh. texting. The only reason why, the only reason why I like texting is to have proof. <laughs> <laughs> you have proof of whatever you're talking about. So you it's like, better. oh, we, <laughs> we got to go back and look at the conversation. I still have messages from two years ago. Oh so my god! Uh, but <laughs> other than that, texting sucks. Well, I look, hate it. We don't it agree. It takes too long. <laughs> it takes way too long. And conversation, a two-minute conversation will turn into three days of texting. Three days. And I, the opposite of me. That's the opposite to me. Like I, sometimes I have a quick question. A hey, um, like for work, for example, like hey, can you give me the insurance agent's name? And if I do that on the phone, it's hey, how you doing? How's your kids? You know, what's working like? You know, how, how, what, what other insurances are you using? I don't want any of that. Just give me the name of the insurance agent, which you can text in two words, two words. You, <laughs> and I don't, I don't want a whole what? conversation. You're right, Michelle. Um, when it comes to work, I do. And yeah, I think that's different, right? When it comes, when it to, comes work, to work, I do prefer to text because I don't want to talk to you. Um, and I will agree with you guys until like an extent. Like if I have a long story about something really important, forget texting. It's too long. I will call you. But for the most part, I am very pro texting and I'm actually a very quick texter. I'm very, very fast. And we I know. I'm like, shit. Right. Like she, she didn't give me two seconds to like, okay, yeah, no, Michelle's sorry, got this. I'm sorry. She's good. No, it's 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 great. I just it just meant you know what? You know what the problem is, Michelle? People who text so efficiently like you make people like me feel bad because I am not, (laughs) I am not texting fast enough. I feel bad. Like my, so one of my brothers will actually, will actually joke because it takes me like a full day to respond to his text messages. So the other day he asked me something and he's like, he sent another message and was like, Hey, I can't really wait the the normal 24 hour wait time. Is there any way you can? <laughs> and I'm like, I know. Okay. Let me. And it's weird. Cause then I'll be talking to my mom and he'll be there. And then I'll be like, Oh, this is awkward. So I didn't respond to your text message yet. But yeah, no, I think for work, I definitely prefer texting because I don't want to talk to most people. Um, I, I didn't want that to come off that way, but it did. So can't take it back it's now. It's true. It's true. Um, it's okay. I don't like typically with with work. Just in general, I just you know I keep work work. So I am one that I create that boundary and work is work and not work is not work. So I definitely generally like to text when I and it's funny because I like to text when I don't really want to talk to you. So that's how you'll actually know. Oh shit! Not not you, obviously, Michelle. <laughs> Obviously not you. I told you I wanted not to call you. you. All those other people I, oh, that I talked Hey, to. listen, for the record, I want to call Michelle all the time, but I feel like she's busy and I don't want to bother her because I usually don't want anything. I just, uh, you know, thought you of a can funny call thought. me whenever. And if I don't answer, that's me telling you that I'm busy. So, <laughs> okay, man. All right. Well, we got yeah. off on a tangent here. I'm just going to mm-hmm. end it with I like texting. There we go. Yes. Okay. Perfect. That was a really good, um, <laughs> really good question, Jesse. Nice good one. job, Jesse. Good job. Um, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what other what other things as far as communication and how it impacts relationships or or sex and relationships? I have one more thing that I had um, was because I was looking about like how important sex is to a relationship or how it's not important, and I mm-hmm. found this article that was talking about. Um, there are different types of sex in a, in like a relationship that you can have. So there are, they they list three types here and there's obligatory sex, compassionate sex and fulfilling sex. And it's like, what's good and what's not good. So like, I'll read you the definitions. Like obligatory sex is also known as duty. Sex is a form of sexual activity Mm. that is motivated by a sense of obligation or duty rather than a genuine desire or willingness to engage in sexual activity. Um, have any of you ever done obligatory sex where you felt like, okay, well, it's been a few days. He's obviously horny. Like, well, I guess I should give it to him. Like, yes. Yep. Yeah. I have two. And I, I don't yeah. like that anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think it's you fair. Know though. It, you, it's you're fair. right. It's not fair. I, but I will say I have done that. 
but it's not like I didn't enjoy it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, so you started me, out, like, you started out with it being obligatory and then you were like, yeah, oh, because you kinda... started right. and I was like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm always ready. You know what I'm saying? I, so, I... <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I have done that, but it usually, it's always a good thing anyway. Yeah. It ends well. Right. Jasmine, you? <laughs> oh no, I've done it for sure. And I'm not into it. Um, <laughs> I, well, <laughs> because, I'm not into it either. <laughs> no, I just, I, I mean, if it's something where it, it does end up being like, okay, you know what? I actually could have used this. Like this was, this was cool. This was needed. And I didn't really realize it. Then that's one thing, but I don't, I'm not, I don't really do that anymore. It's not really my thing. I think we gotta. Yeah. I've definitely know. changed my whole opinion on that. Like I, I won't lie. There have there was a couple of times where I was just like, okay. And now I look back and I'm like, no, not okay. Yeah. Like, no, if I'm not getting something out of it too, then that's not fair. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that, yeah. No. See, I don't look, see, I, I guess I look at it differently because yes, I've been in a situation where, you know, oh, maybe I wasn't like actually in the mood, but I did it anyway, you know? But I don't look at that. I didn't look at that as like, oh, it's my duty to do it I just was like oh well, you know what I'm gonna love it anyway it's gonna be fun I'm just you know I gotta get there you know what I'm saying yeah and I think I didn't even get to that point there was a couple of times <laughs> I won't say it's like a lot of times in my in my, my marriage but there was a couple of times where like my sex drive never like I said I've only had a high structure for like the last five years and before that mm-hmm. it was just okay and there were times where like it was a long stretch and I just didn't want to and I felt bad and I was just like well I feel bad. So I'm yeah, just going to do yeah. it anyway. And now I feel bad saying I felt bad. So <laughs> um, there's two more labeled here. Uh, compassionate sex and fulfilling sex. Compassionate sex is a form of sexual activity that is motivated by emotional connection, love and care for one's partner rather than sexual desire or attraction. So to me, this means like making love versus like fucking. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nope. That makes that makes perfect sense. I've done both of those. Compassionate and fucking, is that what you're saying? Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just depends on the day. Um, no, I am uh I don't know. I I think there's a place for both, to be honest. I think, well, for me anyway, I think there's a place for there's a time to be compassionate and that sensual it takes like 16 hours of right just... and then 16 there's hours? A... okay not 16 that's a that's... lot of the time <laughs> Maybe like, where, not 16. where's my nap time in there <laughs> <laughs> um but then there's the time where it's like eh, we don't have time for that let's just you know do the thing. bam bam thank you ma'am huh? right mm-hmm. i think there's a time for it <laughs> fulfilling sex I think is the best one, the best explanation to me. It says fulfilling sex is a term that describes a positive and satisfying sexual experience that meets the needs and desires of both partners. So mm. it just means that like everyone is getting what they wanted out of it. Right. So mm-hmm. compassionate sex is very like romantic and in the heat of the moment. And like, you know, they say like a lot of women really like that. And then maybe men just do it because they just want to have sex. And then fulfilling sex is like, literally it meets everyone's checks, all the boxes. Yeah. I prefer fulfilling sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I would, I would agree with that actually. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was all my research. <laughs> Lots of sex communication and relationship talk. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, I, I feel like good. I, I feel like every episode so far I've learned at least one thing. Oh yeah. Or or have a different perspective or point of view on at least one thing. So I think <laughs> at least I'm learning something. Hopefully you are too, listener. I, I think I agree viewers. with you. Yeah. 100%. Even um, if I didn't learn something new, like I learned someone else's perspective on the topic, like right. both of you two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I like it. I think that's yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I Ice think- Melter? That is the next thing that we're going to do. Is that I was going to be like, ice melter? Yes. That. Um, Jess, you have an ice melter? I'm sorry. I already <laughs> asked it. <laughs> you did you what? Did. She already asked, asked it. it already. Okay. Well, we already I melted did. the ice here. Um, <laughs> it, but... was the, it was the, the digital technology one. Okay, well, the ice has been melted. We're in a puddle now. It's fine. We're, (laughs) yep, we're a whole puddle of love. 
That's cool. Um, okay. <laughs> Jesse, do you want to tell everybody where they can uh, find us, where they can listen? Yes. Good stuff? You can listen to us on Apple and Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and I believe that's it. YouTube. 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 And YouTube. You can Listen, wait, so, so let me just for anybody listening, it is the YouTube is different. The video to see us, I mean, right? Obviously, we're beautiful, but we're also funny. And to see us, it's different. So make sure that you guys <laughs> subscribe seriously and, and check out the YouTube videos because I love like I love podcasts, but I also love to actually watch podcasts too because it, it I... definitely is different. Any podcast that I know does a YouTube, I listen to them at work and I have two screens and I will put the YouTube <laughs> in the second screen where my my boss can't see it. Yep. And um, I will like do my work on the first screen while I'm listening and looking at the podcast. <laughs> Suggestions yes. if you want to see us. <laughs> oh, right. And if you are at work, do what Michelle does and split <laughs> those screens. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't get fired though because we are not at fault. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That was, that was not. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I think, Jeff, um, please remember to like, subscribe, share, and tell us what you'd like to know. What, what you'd like, like to know.